With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic Your Media, presenting you with worldwide radio, TV, webinars, and live events. And today, inspired wellness living with holistic nutritionist and health and wellness enthusiast, Tanya Fines. Tanya will discuss topics and issues that in her 23 years of experience seem to linger at the root of why so many of us struggle with weight and living lives that are healthy and more balanced and truly happy. If you are ready to get off that roller coaster of quick fixes and start the journey to a more inspired wellness living, stay tuned. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inspired, Live Out, Inspired Wellness Living, um, the radio show. My name is Tanya Fines, and my company is Health for Life. If it's the first time that you've listened in or you're joining us, um, I run a health and wellness company. I create holistic lifestyle programs for women. I help people with um, weight loss, weight management. But more than that, um, I create holistic programs and uh, holistic solutions for creating a sustainable lifestyle that's healthier, that has you feeling better, that basically takes you from where you are to where you want to be. So in a sense, I'm a bit of a travel agent on a road from where you currently are to the destination you want to get to. Um, Today I have with me a guest who is a client and also a friend, and her name is Vita Cameron. Vita's been working with me for a couple months, and I figured, as I get a lot of emails about people asking about the programs, what they're like, what it's like to work with me, what can they expect, I figured the best um, place to go for those answers is the clients themselves, and Vita agreed to be on the show. So this is completely unedited, unscripted. Vita gets to tell you right from her own experience the truth of what it is like to go through the Health for Life process and work with me and go through that program and what her experience has been. So, Vita, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tony. Hi. Hi. Um, Why don't we start off with just, you know, Vita, tell us a bit about yourself. Just, you know, who you are, what you do, family, the whole bit. Hi. I am 39 and three months. Um, been married for seven years this Friday, and I have five children at the ages of nine, seven, five, four, and three. I have a business. I have been in business for myself for the past ten years, and um, in that same period, I've had the five children and struggled quite a lot with a healthy balance between the kids' work and health and exercise. Prior to um, starting my family and starting my business. I was a very big gym goer, loved being healthy, loved eating well, and just with all the demands of and change in my lifestyle, I found it very hard to sustain. So um, it's been great meeting you, Tonya. Oh, thank you. Well, likewise. Um, yeah, Zita is, uh, <laughs> having the chance to meet Zita, she is a hurricane of activity and uh very deep pool of intelligence. This is a woman that has a lot on the go and um, like a lot of mothers and women um, was putting everybody else first and looking after everybody else. Um, So it was a real pleasure when she walked in the door that day uh, to come and see me about uh, the Health Life plan. So Zita, what what brought you in? Like what made you come here? Because it probably maybe wasn't the first thought that crossed your mind. (laughs) Uh, you explained it really well. My life is like a hurricane. And I just believe the best for myself, for my family, um, for my business. But what brought me to you, Tonya, is uh, what really struck me is that you talked about an 80 20 um, balance of life. And I found that I had all these ideals for my health and for myself, but they all went on the back burner. Um, everybody else came first. Even I didn't even come last. It was beyond last. I just didn't rate at all. So I just needed someone to really shift my thinking and help me realize that 
I, I do deserve to come first because without that, my family um, won't have the best out of me and I won't have the best out of them. Awesome. Yeah, very true. Um, so many times I see moms come in and they're sh- like they're shattered. They're just emotionally, physically just shattered. There's nothing left. And I hate pointing it out, but it's necessary to point out, well, if that's what you have left at the end of the day, what do you have to give? Because there's very little there. It's every effort just to, you know, take the pots and pans out and put a supper together, let alone be there to listen to somebody about what happened at school that day or, you know, a broken heart or hurt feelings or, you know, honey, how was your day? There's just nothing there. There's nothing there. And it's very difficult to give when you're not giving to, you know, first and foremost yourself and filling that pool up. Um, so in in the process of because you were you were very you know, you didn't walk in here being someone that had never set foot in the gym, never exercised, didn't I mean you, you knew, you had all the basics, you had a great foundation, you knew what it was to eat healthy, you knew what it was to exercise and move. Um Sometimes life gets in the way and we put all of those, all the other things first. And then it does. We go through that process of um, having having children and raising babies. And, and we do take a few pegs down on the ladder. Um, but what I hear consistently from, from mothers is that there comes a point where they start looking at themselves and going, oh, if I could only do something about this little extra weight or if I could, you know, get out for a walk, just something. Um, have you tried other things? Have you tried other things? Absolutely. Um, I think it's important for the audience to understand that I had, um, I was a side mate. I was very slim, very fit prior to having children. And I put on, I, I won't talk in weight because I think that's irrelevant. I'll talk in sizes. I would put on about three to four dress sizes, which was massive for me, um, for my um, self-esteem. But um I knew, I had the information and knowledge, but I just, there was a lot of things that were missing. And the other avenues I tried was personal training, um, diet programs. I tried three different diet programs. They all worked, but only for a time. And I found that I lost weight quite fast and felt good for that period of time. But after about three months, it just went back on, and it's not more. Yeah. Um, so, I guess... What people really want to know is what they want to hear a little bit about your experience. Like you came in here, and what were you looking for? And let's just let's just sort of talk through how how that went. Because you've been working with me what six seven months? Um, really less than that. I think it's about four or five. Okay, months. four or five months. It does feel longer because it feels like we've made so much ground. Covered a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, first, um, um, okay. So you walk in the door. And you're ready to to do something different, and you try other things. Yeah, I remember that day like yesterday. Um, it was a very monumental moment for me because I knew what I was capable of um, in terms of being healthy and fit and, and looking good and feeling great. Um, but I knew that by walking in the door, I was going to get somebody on my team, somebody that was, if you want to call it, in my corner. Um, in a boxing match, someone who was going to tend to my knees, someone who's going to get me back up and get back in the ring and, and fight the fight. And um, one of the things that I really lacked was confidence and um, belief in myself. I believed in everything else um, that I could achieve for my children and for my business, but I just had lost faith in what I was able to do, which I've done in the past. I had never been in a position where I had to lose so much weight or lose so much size and I needed help and realised that I, that you were going to be the one. <laughs> um, did you ever, after that first meeting, because um, when people come in for a consult, I don't just sit there and then hand over an eating plan. It's a, it's a bit of a different process of me. So what, when you walked out after that first consult, because it wasn't just a consult and I, I, I believe I... I make a point of trying to remind myself to tell everybody, if, you know, you're not obligated to come back and call back because if you really think that this is not the right thing, because I explain it pretty full on what it's going to be like. Um, you know, there's no, I'm not sending one out looking for you after that first time. <laughs> <laughs> but what were your thoughts leaving there that day? Um, I felt in that moment I had immediate confidence. And... I felt that you believed that I could do it, and if you could believe that I could do it, I can believe that I can do it. Um, like I said, at that point I needed somebody in my corner. I had no one, 
and um, I've, I am a person that would be considered to have a lot of faith in myself and things, but I had just lost the faith and I just needed that boost. So leaving this room, I had absolute certainty that I was going to get results and you were going to find the way that I could get results. But also I left feeling that it was going to be a lot easier working with you than I realised. I had been with personal trainers and done other things and all they were about was rules, restrictions, and you must do this and you must do that. And having five children, people, it is mind-blowing. Um, doing that and running a business, I'm not the natural mother. There's some mothers that have seven kids and they're amazing. I'm not the natural mother. Uh, my mind and my brain functions in terms of business, in terms of finance, that kind of thing. And so it's a real shift to manage my children. I love them. It's the best thing I've ever done. But it's been a challenge. And so walking out that door, I felt that, yes, I can do this. Tony's going to help me. And the process is going to be a lot more kinder to me than I realised. And it's exactly what I needed because I needed to be kinder to myself because I was pushing it uphill and getting to a point where it was getting all too much. Yeah, we knew what we were looking at. We knew where you were. We knew where you wanted to be. And we also had a very clear picture of what life was like at home. And we, yeah, we didn't mention Zena as a business owner. Um, the woman's amazing. <laughs> she should have, I mean, when she walked in, when I was looking at Zena, the first thing I thought was that anybody can do this at Zena because <laughs> the business and the kids and just go, 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 and always energy and upbeat. So, um, but two as women, we're really good at doing that. We're really good at making everything look like we've got it all under control. And to a point we do, but we sort of have it under control to a point where it's absolutely chaotic behind that, that facade. We're, we're managing it. Um, but as to whether we're, you know, living, enjoying it in that process of, you know, the the, the um, peaks and dips, um, we can fake it pretty good. Um, but I, yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought if, if anybody can do this, it's Vita with her full, full life and full schedule. Um, so what... Just what are some of the things that stuck out? Because um, this program is different than uh, a diet program or an exercise program. What are some of the moments in the program and uh, the meetings? Because you you came in once a week. Yeah. Still do. We have our once a week check-ins. Yeah. Um, just to just to stay focused and on track. What are some of the things that came out that weren't? Because this goes more than this goes beyond food. And this goes beyond um, weight and food and dress sizes. Yes. There's a lot of stuff. That's right. Um, what's been the most, there's been so many significant lessons, and I've felt like um, it's been every three to four weeks, the penny drops on another level. And that has changed me completely because it's all um, what's going on upstairs, what's going on in, in my mind, and how that, because the brain is controlling and the way that you think. Uh, control the actions that you um, take. And so exercise and food, I tried it. I had the knowledge, I had the background, but it just wasn't working and I couldn't work out why. And there were deep-rooted issues. I mean, one, of, one significant lesson that I learned was to love my body as it is that day. That, you know, when I Also, when I left that meeting, Tonya, I decided to love my body no matter what. It had um, produced five children, healthy children, um, it had run a business, it had um, uh, managed a husband and a family and work. So I started to look at the things that my body had done for me because I had presented my body for a while. Thinking, you, you let me down. I mean, I've seen other women that have had children and they didn't put on the weight like I did. So um, it took away that factor and it, it made me just go, yesterday, I love my body. Um, also, to be kind to myself, I was constantly, um, and big achievers are like that, they are constantly looking to the next level, to the next thing that they can achieve. And they don't appreciate how far, or sometimes they don't appreciate how far they've brought themselves. And I'm very good at that. Very good at just keeping going, keeping going, and not celebrating the great things that I'm achieving and doing. And so I learned to stop and be kind to myself and be grateful for where I am at that point. And that's what has made the journey so exciting is that whatever point I reach, I'm really happy and really uh, believe that my body has done me good service and that I've done that good service. 
Yeah, cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that whole um, aspect of celebration because that's a thing I'm really big on, especially with, with my female clients, because they're the ones who are likely to stop and celebrate what is seemingly small but actually has tremendous impact if the moment was taken to stop and celebrate that success because it becomes a massive um, key component in that momentum to keep pushing on to the next one. Can you talk a little about goals? And like, sure. Oh, great. So when you reach this, well, then what? Because that's oftentimes where a process will stop. There's a goal, and the goal is reached, and then that's it. There's nothing else coming. So but where does that momentum come from? Because um, we really talk a lot about, okay, we've done, done this, and we talked talk about your bucket list, and you know, I, I said that you have to write it down, you have to email it to me, not because I'm going to grade you on it, but I'm going to hold you accountable that you have to do those things. But also, I make sure to think it was when you did the mouth that yeah. day. The chat, I sent you a text and asked you, did you stop and celebrate? Because that was a huge thing. Yes. It was a huge thing. It was. It Tell was. us about that. Well, I've never, I've lived in Auckland. We, um, husband and I and our family moved down um, to the Bay of Cine four years ago. I have been several times to travel around the Mount for holidays, but never, even in my fifth days, never gone up the Mount. Um, I don't know. I just, even when I was sick, I don't think I believed I could do it then, or I was too tired, or something was, got in the way. But having it as a goal um, was something to look forward to. And when I got to the top, it was like, I have I really just done this? <laughs> and we did celebrate. I went with a, a wonderful friend of mine, Louise, and we took photos and we put them on Facebook and a lot of response on Facebook about that. And that helped me celebrate even more when people say, good on you, go girls. And and it was just amazing. And now that I've done it, it's like, I know I can do it again. And it's an amazing view up there. It is You have to climb the mountain because it is, it is, it is spectacular and it's absolutely magic up there. And something happens when you get to the top. There is something, something very spiritual happens at the top. Oh, yeah, like it really does. But you had Louise. Not only did you have to take a picture of you in your trackies and the headband and not turn up, but you posted that. Yes, that was huge. Can we talk oh. about that in your next catch up? Yeah, it. I um. I did not like photos of myself. Um, main reason for that was I did not recognise that person. I did not recognise um, the weight that I had gained or the size that I had gained because um, I considered myself to be incredibly photogenic and I was. My kids are really photogenic. And something changed every, every time I saw a photo of myself and I said to Tanya that I want to love photos of myself again. Not as a vain thing, but just to feel happy with myself and be content with how I look. And so that day was huge, is to have the confidence that they look fine and not to, again, coming back to that kind thing, um, not judging it and saying, oh, I don't like it. We all criticise um, when we see ourselves on video or hear ourselves on tape or um, see a photo. We're all looking for the bad things. And I realise that's what I've been doing, is looking for the differences, differences of what I used to look like to what um, I looked like then. And um, I'm ch we're changing all the time. And that set me free as well, knowing that on a cellular level, in 90 days we become brand new. So I realised in 90 days I can be a different person. So they all connected together and now um, we've taken a second photo up Pippa Mile Hills and that photo looks even better. And we posted that and I, I actually voluntarily jumped up and on a rock and, and took the photo and that was huge for me. And I liked the photo. It wasn't necessarily about how I looked, it was about how I saw myself. Yeah, so you've done such amazing things. Um, because it, it's not something that happens through the neck down. No, you were able to, no. what was really great is you were able to get your brain on board really quick and yeah. connected, and I think that was half the reason why you came out of that, the starting gate just at a sprint, and there was no looking back, which was awesome. Um, so what, 
people, okay, everybody wants to know what's it like working with me. <laughs> right. They really like to work with me, and I have to sit here and be quiet. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I love to answer this question. It's been fantastic, Tonya. It's been amazing. Um, my nephew has uh, made comment that he's seen me. Uh, he's, he's 27, by the way. Um, he's, he's the closest nephew I have, and he has said that I'm just so much happier. But even before he said that, I am happier, and it's not because I've lost in size, because I have lost um, a dress size, probably a dress and a half size. Um, it's because I've realised that this is not a sprint race. This is a marathon race that every step gets you closer to your desired result. And because of realising that, um, working with, well, working with you, Tony, has helped me to realise that, but also helped me to um, pace myself and not be in such a rush. Because we're all in a rush, and by being in a rush, we're not really doing things well. Yeah. Or we're not finishing the way, the way that we need to. Or we're not stopping to be really content with where we're at. Yeah. And so, uh, and it's been fun. Our conversations are so incredible. Uh, if, if you record one of our sessions, we just jump to so many things, and I come out feeling like, wow, it's like another second one. It's like the, the ding, ding, bell goes, and I'm ready to fight again. Mm. And I really need that because this is, um, it is a, a long-term thing, and I've realised also through time with you, Tonya, and this is my recent revelation, is that um, the journey may not happen in three months or six months. Even if it took a year or two years, I will get to my result. I have no doubt about that. But also, the longer it takes, the longer I've sustained it. Because by dropping in 12 weeks, then you've got to say, oh, can I keep it off? Yeah. Whereas I don't have that fear, I don't have that question at all. Everything that comes off stays off because I'm pacing it. It is part of my lifestyle with my family. And some people may get faster results than me, but that doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. What matters is that it stays off and that in a year or whatever time it takes, I can look back and go, and I've also kept it off that along, right. which means it's more sustainable. So this is just, it's like a, like a marathon race. Every step, you're getting closer and closer to your result. You don't run back to the start. <laughs> <laughs> no, although sometimes it's confusing. Well, why is it look, the distance looks shorter than looking ahead? It does, but... If this is, again, um, because these are lifestyle classes, these aren't diet programs, these aren't exercise programs, because when you come in, we talk very little about now, like, the food and the exercise, other than, you know, how are you feeling, do you need more, because as you get more fit and you're putting on more lean muscles, I know that you're going to get uh, or be more hungry, so I'm always wanting to make sure that you're not starving. Um, and also just switching up the exercise because we don't want you getting bored. But so most of the conversations are more about that, the other elements of it, because this is building, for so many years, you're living a certain way, thinking a certain way, having belief systems about yourself, we talked about blame games and all that kind of thing, but to rebuild that with a, a fresh and a healthier outlook, it, it, yeah, it is a, a one step at a time process, because you can't just, you can't put a house up in a day, and I think the last time we had our catch up, I said something about, it's like having the roof built. You've got no foundation, nothing to hold it up. It doesn't make any sense. It's not going to work. You're going backwards. So oftentimes the distance back looks a lot shorter. That's but it's what you're getting to. Yeah. You know, that end result. And, and the goal, like, um, the biggest one is that I haven't been able to put my wedding ring, my engagement ring, my wedding ring for four years. And that was a goal, and to fit them was incredible because, I mean, you're not going to work your finger out and try to lose weight. It's just part of the process of downsizing yourself, and that was huge. And, and every time I look at my finger, I know that I have come a long way, even if I look back and see if I'm not that. Yeah. So it's holding on to those things that have brought you a long way because that was a big deal to me, and I refused to resize it because, it, for me, it meant that I accepted myself as, as I was at that point and I knew I could do better and I knew that I could get back to a place where I felt um, I was healthy and looking after myself and enjoying exercise. Mm. Um, I'm really enjoying the gym. My first step in the gym was so, I was so afraid and I was lucky to run out but you were in my corner so it was <laughs> like, I'm going to catch up with you and, and I was also in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and now it's like, I can't wait to 
take it to the yeah. gym. It's yeah. just it's a fun thing now. It's not um it's not a fear element anymore to me. No, exactly. Um now what so so why do you think why do you think the health for life program works above other ones? I think it works above other ones because you're dealing with the real issues, the underlying weight problem. Um, I didn't realise for two months into the program that I no longer turned to food for comfort. It just happened. And the reason why it happened is I unpacked things and accepted responsibility for for how I had lost sight of what was good for me. And that's what's very different to everything else. But, you know, we're not going to discount the fact that I have been given a huge amount of um, exercise and program support and, uh, and food support. That has been there. But it was the other stuff that was really the problem. Mm. And unpacking those and facing those and going forward to, made it easier to get to the gym, made it easier to eat right, and took away the whole comfort eating, which... Um, I hadn't even realised it was a problem until I'd gotten rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And and it comes back to that, and I, I know we've had this conversation, we've had it with everyone, it, becomes, it can become the conversation of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Because the food and the exercise, definitely, they're always the first priority because that's what everyone comes in here looking for. They want a better eating plan and they want some sort of fitness plan, which is great. I need to hear the life story of what's going on at home so I can design something that actually fits into your lifestyle because you can't take on another job. Nobody can take on another job. We have enough to do. We have enough pressure we put on ourselves. So I have to make it manageable, doable, and hopefully enjoyable to a point once you get through the first couple of weeks because initially it is. It's a pain in the butt. Um, but um, coming back to the food and exercise, when you start feeding your body, you're also, I want to remind people how much you're also feeding your brain. Mm. So right away, the food that you're bringing into your body has an effect on your cognitive function. It does affect how you see things, how you view things, your feelings, your emotion, hormone levels, all of that. So that, in essence, is also taking part in that whole process of chemical reactions that are happening in your body. Your thoughts change. You'd be able to become... Um, be able to step back from them might be a good way to say it, but you're, you're, there's something that happens in the thinking. That changes, and it's in feeding yourself because, again, it's so often thought of we put food in and everything happens from the neck down because our brains, I mean, we're so smart, we're so intelligent, and, you know, either we have willpower or we don't, we beat ourselves up. There's all this stuff, there's all this noise, this circuits going on in the brain. But ultimately, when you put food in, you feed every single cell in your body. You feed your brain cells, you feed liver cells, you feed the gut tissue cells, kidney, all of it. So, in essence, and in truth, everyone, if you're putting the right stuff in, your brain's getting the best fuel it can. And right there is a key, key, key point in these programs because it's the thinking. And then obviously with the moving your body and getting the exercise, you're bringing in more oxygen, that's going to the cells, you're feeling better. So it's not just a neck down thing. It is a whole, it's a big picture, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Tonya. I mean, we've dealt with things that I would have, gone to a counsellor for, and they had to be dealt with because they were affecting, um, they were connected to how I was eating, how I was exercising, and ultimately my result. So you can't ignore them. And I, I believe that with all the other stuff that I've done, the diet programs, the personal training, they were ignoring the real issues. And once those were unpacked and brought out into the open, it made it so much easier to go forward. And um, I love how you've talked about the food feeding the body, Tony, because I had to make that shift to myself. I bought healthy food and said, oh my gosh, I hope this was, I worked. Buying all this and eating it all better work because it was expensive. I shifted my thinking just by working with you, Tony, to my body needs to eat well. And it never became about the weight loss. It, it, it was That was a result of, it wasn't the focus, and that was what set me free, was that I need this stuff to function. I need it to look after my five children, to keep the business running, um, to be in a, a healthy marriage, was to feed me. And that's what set me free, and it was fantastic to be able to be given that information and have it 
um, impact my life to the point that I'm going to back. Yeah, and once you start feeling this good, you can actually go, yeah, this is where I want to stay. Yeah. Um, yeah, now, were there ever, did you ever hit, because in a lot of times, when we talked about it, we talk about um, uh, the reason I address what's going on in the city is because there, there comes a point, like, results, things started happening with you very quickly. You started seeing some physical changes quite quickly. And then there was a point when things sort of slowed down. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people and a lot of programs. That this is, I think, my my thinking behind is why a lot of programs are set for so many weeks because you can almost, we can almost, I think, if we went back and counted, at that point where you sort of plateaued a bit, would have been like the end of the twelve or sixteen that's week challenge. That's where really what happened, right? That, so, take take me back to that point when it was because we we text quite often because that's one of the things when you work with me I've always got that phone with me don't I yeah and um um the texts that were coming through were a little they weren't negative but you had sort of things slowed down a bit yeah I was worried it was um, I had another thing on a twelve week program and you know her figures like her um, centimeters loss and her Kilos loss were a lot higher, and she didn't play tight and I had, and it was you know all that mind battle, and it was difficult to face that play tight because there's that sense of this is it, I'm not going anywhere, yeah. and that was yeah. the fear that was coming out. Um, and I was yeah I was very careful with what I text you because I had learned from our conversations how to approach it, but in reality that was what was going on in me. And um, a powerful thing to text me was well you know it's just your body having a rest. Um, if, if we need to, we'll put more cardio in there. And, and you were so nonchalant about the plateau that I decided I would be too. I was like, well, I'm going to be nonchalant about it. I am just going to not care and just keep on point. And I believe had I not had your support and, and um, the information that helped me keep going, I would have fallen off the bandwagon and yeah. I decided that was it. And that's what's happened in the past. In the last four years, that is what's happened is that I've gotten the game. A lot, a lot of losses, and then that's it. I've always decided not to go any further, but I just keep going. And now it doesn't matter. The next pleasure is not going to matter because, again, it's got to come back to I'm feeding my body, being good to myself, being kind. Um, those things will come exactly. And we didn't, we didn't make any extreme changes in time, did we? It was just more like just keep doing what you're doing, stick with it. We, because what we did was we took, we took your, we took your lifestyle. And not that it was super, I mean, it wasn't like super unhealthy by any means from a lot of things. No, but we made some changes. The big thing is probably what most people find the big change is that being on an eating schedule, like making sure you're eating every so often and this is what needs to be in your meals and make sure you're getting more of this and less of that, sort of crowding out because you didn't also, you didn't also go and buy all of it and boom, start with 100% following. You, no, you, you gave yourself the time to transition into it because, again, five kids and a husband and we've had <laughs> which we're going to get to because we had the conversation about what's going to happen with the boys because the boys just say, they're never going to be eventual, they're never going to be that. And I was just like, we're not worried about the boys. Right now, we're just worried about you. And yeah. if right now you're doing this, um, just focus on yourself. And we worked it out so that when you were making the meals and stuff, it wasn't like you had to make two or three separate meals. You just cook a bit extra of the healthy stuff. And, and everybody still had their things. I mean, we even designed the meals around ways that people could, you put it all out there, and people could put on their plates what they wanted, and the healthy choices were there. That's right. You yeah. know? So we didn't we didn't do big extremes in that plateau. No. Um, this no. also didn't do an extreme start like, okay, that was it. You cleaned the pantry out of everything. and Because that's unrealistic. That's unrealistic. And your kids would have rebelled. Oh, yeah. I don't feel in a hurry. I want to do it that way, but 
realistically with our budget, our finances and our family, it is difficult to make changes um, within that week because I've got to work it within our shop. Now, our shop now is dramatically different to what it used to be. Um, there was a week where we just bought no chips at all and it was like three, four, five packets of chips had to be bought because my husband liked them, my kids liked them. My kids are absolutely in love with rice crackers. <laughs> um, and they're taking a lot of the healthy food now, and I've been having to buy more of it mm. because they're eating the stuff that I'm eating, and they're wanting more of it. Um, my girls are, are like me. They love eating healthy. They're really good. And I've, I've got three girls, and I've got two boys. And so my two boys and my husband are, are quite different, but they're more moving towards... Um, the way that I'm eating, and it's not that I've made them or brought down the hammer, it's just they're seeing how different it's um, making me, like I'm more, I've got more energy, I'm happier, and they're quite curious, I think they're like, oh, I want to see what that tastes like, and because I've told them it's going to make them feel good, and they're going to be healthy, and they're going to be strong, um, they're, they're wanting to eat, and they still have their little habits, but... It doesn't matter to me anymore like it did in the beginning. No. I felt like they need to change in order for me to change. And now that I don't believe that, it's, it's fine. But we're very, very careful. I'm very careful with what I bring into the home because I realise, seriously, that's just got too much sugar in it. That's just got too much fat. I don't want to feed much of them. Yeah. And that's the point I reached as well. Mm. And we talked about the power of them just watching you. And as you said in, your, uh, in what you were just saying here, that... Probably aside from, I mean, obviously they notice what you're eating and they're, they're seeing what you're cooking and they know that you're, you're, you're working out, exercising at home and most doing this stuff. But how much of it do you think that it maybe even unconsciously to themselves are more aware of these other changes that are happening just in your, the acceptance of yourself? Because yeah. we talked about, I talked about how, you know, um, again, when we went back to when you started, this was about you. You had to let go of whatever the kids and the husband might think or want to do or what the pressures might be there because there's nothing you could say that was going to be as powerful as what you were doing and the results that were a result That's of right. all of that. That's right. And I feel like I returned to my, um, my original or my ultimate belief about health and exercise is important. Um, I felt like I'd caved and given in to what they wanted and I blame them for that, but removing all of that and, and taking responsibility for my own decisions has actually changed the family as well as me. And um, and they're, they're desiring more of what I'm doing because they're seeing the benefits. And I do actually have more energy to observe my children, like to see the learning changes that they're going through, not just with their food and health, but everything else. I'm just more um, present yeah, with them, and I'm present because I have energy mm. to be present, and I have strength, and I feel good about myself, and so it's had a huge, a positive impact on the family that I actually never expected, mm. because we've tried diet. Me and my husband signed up for a diet program. It was a 12-week program. We paid money. I actually felt fit to the summit when we did it. I was like, something's wrong here, but we did it. We got some losses but they went right back on and it never changed the family. Yeah. And he had as much desire then to be healthy because he's actually a diabetic. Yeah. And um, I have never pushed him into eating well. I've just kept talking about it and encouraging him. And now he's made some dramatic changes that he will not go back to because he's seen what it's doing. And that's awesome because at the, at the start, you were fairly turned by he's just he's always he's gonna eat the way he eats and he's, he's, he's never gonna change and I'm always gonna have to make or have that extra other stuff for, for Anthony. But yeah. no, within as soon as the last couple of weeks it's like he's he's if he's adopted without, you know, Jesus doing it. And yeah. it's fabulous. Well he has only the because takeaways is always a big thing. The night of the week I think every family goes through it don't feel like cooking. And um, we're making better choices, and he's making those choices with me. Before, I used to just get angry with him and go, I don't want this, and just be very volatile about it because of that resentment. But now I'm like, we, I'm happy to go anywhere as long as there's something for me. Um, <clears throat> that was about two or three months ago that he, we would have that kind of conversation, and now it's progressed to where he's like, 
How about we go here or there? He's actually making options that suit me or us now. Yeah. He won't admit it, but <laughs> and that'll suit us. And choosing things that have lots of vegetables and chicken and things that are good for us. And um, I don't know if he'll ever admit it, but one day he got KFC and I said, you know, that was crap. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't enjoy that. Yeah. And um, he doesn't buy it as often now. Mm. It's not usually it was the first on the list for takeaways. Now it's the last is that. Wow. That's huge. That is That's huge because we were pretty we were pretty Figured out that yeah, this this is not going to change. But hey, it's mm-hmm. about leaving right now and the change in you. Yeah. And, and I don't mean like because um, people. This woman has made a phenomenal physical changes that she doesn't even see. But every time she walks in the door, I'm like, oh my lord, what's this? She's just it's a sh- it's not it's not about loss. I'll yeah. never forget. I think it was about the third or fourth consult catch up we had here, and you walked in the door. And you weren't hiding yourself behind clothes mm. anymore. You had uh, like the, the black leggings on and a fitted top yes, and a scarf. And the figure, I was like, whoa. And you, but you walked in with such confidence. Mm. And I was like, she's got it. Yes, she has got it. She's got this figured out. Because you just, when you walked in, it was like, I, I noticed you. I, could, I thought you could walk into a room of 100 people and you would be noticed. Just because of this energy, this yeah, and that was always me. So to to mm-hmm. lose, uh, it's very fascinating because I I um, placed that sort of presence. I am the type of person that does walk in a room with presence. Not that I command it mm-hmm. or want to be centre of attention, but I've got I'm a very loving and caring person. I love I'm a very much people person. So it's probably that that people are um, uh, attracted to, and so. I thought I lost that. I felt that because I've gone so much size, that I was no longer that person. And even though I have made some good changes, and you're right, Tony, I don't see what you see. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's just um, it's just because I'm on the journey. Yeah. And I'm uh, really committed to it, and I don't want to be distracted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be too long to go, and then that is it. I know that I've got to keep my momentum. Um, but yeah, it, it is very much, and I feel like that every time now. I feel strong, and I feel uh, empowered, and, and my shoulders are going back, and I'm standing up tall. Mm-hmm. And um, the results that I'm getting, I'm really happy with. I, I don't see them as dramatic, though, other than say, but it's because, and this is the thing people, the scales are just can be, I'll say can be, not always an evil thing. I was going to ask you about that and that helps. Let's talk about scales. Yeah, okay. I'm so happy you to ask about scales because I think the most powerful thing in this journey is me um, getting in line or getting a healthy relationship with the scales. Um, the scales are just a horrible thing. You, you stand on them and you, if you see um, a, a kilo lost or a 200 grams lost or 500, that's good. You don't see it. Then you start freaking out and saying nothing's happening. Um, that's not true. Things can happen and scales will stay the same. And I've just decided, you know what, scales, if that's, what, if that's how you want to be, that's fine with me. I'm just going to carry on and I'm just going to keep looking at the physical changes. I'm sitting close that I haven't sat in a long time. Um, I got into very, very tight. I got into my wedding dress at 7 years. It's Friday. Yay! Yay! I got into my wedding dress at anything, but um, and there'll be time it won't be. And that's fine. It's, again, it's coming back to the marathon. But the scales was such a difficult thing. I felt in the beginning that I needed to keep in check and I needed to do the weighing in. But then there came a point where it just started to really screw with my head. And I just had to say goodbye to them and just say, right, we are going to just keep going. Because uh, it's not about the quick, dramatic, in in my mind, because I'm seeing it from my perspective, the dramatic drop in loss. It's about the journey. It's about being healthy and those results will come. Right, and then and the skills and weighing in are not a big part of the program. At the beginning, they are. I need, mean, I need, I need mean, a starting point. I, I, I believe it. Look at it. And in the first month or two, it also it's part of a. I tell clients, and I just hope they trust. Asking them to step on the scale and then text me the number is because it's a very, very small, like 0.0001% of a much bigger, much more impactful formula that I use to, to actually step back and look at a client and go, okay, 
from week one to week eight, this is what I've seen. So what do I, you know, what's happening, what's shifting, what's changing? And with data, well, maybe the numbers weren't always going down, and they were going up or going down, 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 or staying the same, whatever happened. Your body is still, every week there was changes, there was shift because the clothes are fitting differently. You yeah. felt differently, you, you know. So, yeah, the skills are just, they serve a they, they serve a purpose, but such a very unimportant one, and the way I use it is not. It's not the way that we see it in stuff, because we see it, um, for example, a friend of mine's on a, a, a weight, um, a challenge, and her challenge challenge finishes today, that's 12 week one, and she's saying, I've lost you know, this much kilos, and I've lost this much centimeters, and I have to admit, that was screwing my head, mm. because her losses were, uh, on the scale, was a lot more than me, but... So that same mine were a lot more than her. And I just had to say goodbye to the scale for that very reason because and my for example, my sister in law, I told her how much I'd actually lost. She lived in Auckland and I saw her a couple of months ago a month ago and she said, Those scales are mine. You do not look like you've only lost that. You look like you've lost a lot more. And so for me I had to hold on to that and just go, Right, this is just not what it seems. And it set me free because it gives me the confidence that whatever I'm doing is a progress. And again, marathon. Yeah, yeah. that's enough. It's a yeah. marathon. Exactly. With a great view. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're running along the waterfront in Mission Bay. Exactly. You're running along there. And I think anyone would run along there with the view in the morning. Yeah, um, lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. Let's talk a little bit about the food, just because there's probably people listening or that will listen in later um, to the recording and, and they're sitting there and going, yeah, 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 okay, but what, what do you, you know, what's it all? I eat rice cakes and tuna all the time. <laughs> okay, because a lot of people think cake to get the change, or probably even some people who. who um, seeing you and seeing it, maybe thinking in the back of their head, well, she must either not be eating, eating very little, or eating all the stuff that none of us like. So let's talk about that. Great. About how I how I forced you to eat. That's right. <laughs> I have never eaten this much. <laughs> like seriously, there was so much, but it's not. Um, it's not. Um, how do I put it? It's not so difficult. Um, you know, the thing that's probably the biggest is I kind of I don't even like potatoes anymore. Yeah. They just feel so, um, I, I feel like my body, empty. They, they just feel like they're, they're, they're zero food. There's nothing, no benefit for me. Um, yes, I, I eat rice cakes, um, but I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of broccoli. I bought this um, soup mate that's online. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. I chuck your babies in it when um, a lot of greens. I I always heard eat greens, eat greens, eat greens. Greens to me were lettuce and salad. That's not true. Greens, <laughs> yum, broccoli. There's there's so many celery. There's so many different greens that you can just snack on. And I'm eating a lot. I'm eating every two hours. And I tell you what, that was probably the biggest thing is that I would go four hours to five hours without eating. And I actually didn't eat a lot looking back. Just ate wrong stuff. And didn't eat enough. Yeah. And um, I, you can feel it in eating every two hours. It's so good because I had this thing where I had to feel full. And I think we all do that. I don't want to be hungry. Um, I have never been hungry. It's you eat every two hours and you think at the part of the day you're like, well, you feel your body burning it. And well, it's only another two hours. Like an hour goes quick and it's like, oh, I've been eating. Oh, yeah, no. Just yeah. stuff that just you know really didn't really that. Yeah. Um, baking and I mean I 
Probably because I hated baking because I knew how bad it was. But you can bake and it'd be good. And I had to learn those sorts of things. And um, having one treat a week was really hard, really tough because I had such a lifestyle that I had every day. Cutting that out was a challenge. But once I got through that two to three week period of adjusting, um, my treats have changed dramatically. Like uh, the first treat was like, yeah, let's eat <laughs> And then I'll be right. And then I started to feel really thin. Like fried foods do not agree with me. Um, the potatoes. Um, I, my treats have really, really changed. And I found for my treats, yes, I'm not a sugar sweet tooth kind of person, mm-hmm. but I found that I do need that um, on my treat day. And dark chocolate is a huge thing, especially in mm-hmm. week for ladies. Yeah. Um, you've got to find out what that thing is because often I would. When I was eating well, and this is prior to meeting you, Tonya, is I had periods of months where I was craving so bad, I was I was it, I would just eat everything inside. Mm-hmm. But managing it so that you're actually giving the right use, the right stuff through the week, and the right, like the red meat and the dark chocolate is absolutely critical because my period. Oh, yeah, and we figured that, like, we had to come figuring that yeah. out and putting it in the plan. I wouldn't have thought any health coach would allow that. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy what you are allowed, and I think that's probably the again coming back to the question what makes it so different working with you <laughs> is that you are able to hear the things that your body needs. You're not having all these restriction and rules, it's about setting your body free, set free, and saying, like, This is good for me, that's not good for me, right? And, and your body tells you, like, we discovered it. There are things that I eat, it's like, oh, I can't have that. It just really didn't agree with me. Yeah, and you've got to go with it. You can't just keep eating it and go, oh, I'll feel better. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You've got to go just cut it out and move on. Yeah, because for, uh, like, for me as well, being the coach, I'm I'm learning it too. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, you, you live with your body your whole life. I'm just sort of getting to know it for the first time. Yeah. And so there's a whole, there's a whole element of absolute trust and openness. Yeah. Which you were very good at telling me, like, you know, ate this or I felt like this or I had this on the weekend or, you know, what can I have for treats and stuff like that. And it's been figuring it out because that, again, that comes back to how do we create a lifestyle that is your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This is what you sustain. This is how you live and that you feel good. Um, and we talked that when, when when I brought up the thing about you know the treats or cheats because just mentally we just have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and it, it, it's it's that it's that you're gonna do it anyway. But I know that it's gonna happen anyway. But I find if I say look, you know, pick what day it's gonna be. You know, if you're going out or whatever, and just have whatever you want. Like at least the eating plan at home. If you want to have, you know, pie and wine and cheese, whatever, just. It's going to happen anyway. Right. And then not the guilt, and then, oh, okay. But I remember I was having a conversation, and I said, the first couple of treats are going to be like a big deal because you're going to be looking forward to them. Because the first couple of weeks of the plan is hard because you're making changes. But I remember saying to you, just watch because the, what you what you view as a treat is going to change. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, your body is actually going to be like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I wouldn't mind a steak. With baked potato and some sour cream, mm. which isn't something you eat every night, but on that that one day when you decide I'm just I'm gonna have that, your body starts to when you give it what it wants, when you honor it, it actually is a pretty damn good guy. You just say absolutely. <laughs> you just gotta listen to to your body, and and that's the thing. It will do you right. It will do you good. It's just that getting to that point. When you listen to it and follow it through, because your body won't keep you wrong. No, it won't. And when we talk about how it doesn't matter how much you try to force it into a corner or down a roadway or a one-way street or into an alley, you can never outsmart your body because at some point it's going to make make changes and do whatever it has to do to get back to a state of normal that it is known. And that's oftentimes where we see the rebound and the, the binging and purging because your body is always in a state always trying to maintain a state of homeostasis. And I talk about it with clients about your body has a point where this is where it's happy, this is where it, uh, it can function mentally, um, where it has, where it, it, it feels good, it feels happy, it can build, it can repair, it can grow, it can do all those things and meet all the demands plus. But we oftentimes are trying to force it so badly one way or the other that it gets it can't, it's doing its very best, but it's always going to try to get back to that homeostasis, but when we, that balance, but when we shifted 
so far in one direction either way, mm. coming back, it, just, it becomes like this pendulum that just keeps swinging from one extreme to the other because it's trying so hard to get back in the middle. Mm. And if we just take a step back and let go and go, okay, let's, I'm going to work. I'm going to work with this vessel <laughs> and trust the process because it can't happen quick. It can't happen overnight. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what any diet. Oh, I'll put my neck out here again. But any you know nutritionist that tries to tell you that in a couple of weeks you can lose the weight and then just keep it off. No, you can if you're going to stick to a very restrictive way of eating and be very miserable. Mm. But if you actually want to enjoy life, and that means the Christmases, the birthdays, the um, you know. Sitting, having a glass of wine with a friend and laughing over something or crying over something. That's life. Mm-hmm. And your body will actually accept that and go, okay, that's fine. If you know how to manage it all. That's right. And then it's a trick if you need help managing it. Because to yeah. me, like you say, um, you're learning about my body and I'm learning with you. Um, I, I have seen the signals that you need. But... It's identifying them. Yeah, pulling them out and recognizing them. But I've had a lot of people ask me, going back to your question about what do I eat, a lot of them ask me what I eat, and it's, I actually struggle to answer it. It's not. It's everything. It's everything. Really? It's everything. And so porridge. Okay, so just a typical day, I've got uh, protein shake and theory, um, some lemon juice, um, spinach in it. Um, I'm thinking that day, what do I need? I'm not thinking what do I need to lose weight. I'm thinking what do I need right now? Yeah. So I have that, and then I have porridge with berries in it all. Um, and I've switched to whole grain um, oats now. Yeah. And then other things like that, um, chicken with um, broccoli. There's just so much there, and that's this whole journey with you, Tony. What you're talking about, getting that balance. I have been that pendulum. <laughs> um, when I was in shape, I was the other way. I was mm. starving my body, and that created a lot of the issues. I yeah. believe that I've had to face today or these last few months is bringing it to that middle and then I went the other way. And why I went the other way is because my body was like, hey, I'm having some kids, I want some fat here, you've been starving me for 10 years or 20 years, however long it was. Um, I need some fat. Yeah. And to do everything to avoid going back the other way. But it will overcompensate. overcompensate. It just will. We cannot outsmart our body. No, we can't. We can't. As smart as we are, the brain can't make it. It's going to do. It's a, it's the most brilliantly designed vessel for survival that we will ever see on the planet. It's brilliantly designed. We just tend to mess it up so much. Yeah, with our thoughts to do the way it should be. Yeah, it's almost like it's getting the mind of the body connected. It's almost like the yeah, brain. Yeah, I, I talk about that that whole how they speak different languages. I use my own story about how. Um, I am definitely someone I have to watch and make sure I'm getting enough enough salt in my diet because <laughs> I tend to get low in minerals. So and and I will my thing is I notice if I'm I notice if I'm craving potato chips. I know that I'm the one I need to ask myself a little bit. But for, for years it was just like, oh open a bag of potato chips, eat the whole thing. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. And I finally realized, wait a second, my my body's going, I need mineral. You need to give me salt. And my head's going, eat the pink chips. Like they were interpreting, this, like oh, they were speaking two different languages. It was like two countries trying to yeah. connect, you know? And no, it wasn't happening. I do want to ask you, we're getting, we've got a few minutes left here. Do you feel that you've had the support throughout the program, not just in like the, the talking and that, because there's, there's a part of it that's a nutritional counseling that mm-hmm. goes on here. Yes. Um, but in things like with, uh, you know, adaptations, tweaking edits to your, your eating plan, to your fitness, uh, recipes, all that, do you feel like you're getting a full, like a holistic support program along with the holistic uh, program? <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. I think the most powerful thing is, and I was thinking about one of the things I wanted to say today was, I've got to get my fingertips, and the testing is really powerful because, as you can recall, there were a couple of times, um, I, I feel like I'm going through terry <laughs> everything, but I've got some serious symptoms that can't be ignored. Mm-hmm. And trying to lose weight and trying to get in shape um, is a mission, having to battle that. And you've been incredible in the support that I've had with that because there's just been a few tweaks, like you're saying, about your salt and minerals. Mine is, I think, sugar. Like, mm-hmm. um, sugar and dairy, like it's, it's needing a certain amount of fat. And being able to work that out and 
um, get that into my diet has taken away a lot of issues that I originally had. And my body acted up. It was like, we're not going to try. I made this, and so that's why I fell off the other programs is it took out stuff that my body really needed and so I fell off the bandwagon with those times. Cool. Um, and uh, you do... Um, in, in the beginning, lots of recipes if you need them, right? Yeah. Um, but then you find now that you're you're kind of oh, looking at the fridge and going, "Why do this and this and that?" Because that's part of it becoming a lifestyle too. Is that me not necessarily giving you less, but it becomes less my job to supply you with all your recipes because you actually get into this groove of yeah. this is the food, this is how I cook. The whole shift. There's a whole shift that happens in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is health for life. So, and I love that name because um, that's what I focus on. This is um, health for me for life. And uh, those recipes are really important because it changes it up. Yeah. And there's only so far that I can go. But I have, right from the beginning, I have taken responsibility for what I make. And it's, it's actually more exciting than I can imagine to be able to put things together and make something um, really yummy but really healthy. Cool. That's good. Okay, uh, I guess perhaps we'll get a few seconds left here. My last check-in was 30 seconds. So um, I really want to thank you for those of you that listened or listened to the recorded program. Adina, I can't thank you enough for coming in and sharing your story. I think it will, I know it will resonate with a lot of, not just moms, but other women and other people out there. Um, thanks for being so honest and sharing it all and kind of putting yourself out there to the world to hear and listen. And um, I couldn't be more proud of you. Honestly, you've just done so well and are doing so well with this. I mean, Truly, truly an amazing example of how this can work and how easy it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, take care, everybody. Live well. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus